Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden is unwilling to defend our border, defend our skies, and defend our people. He is simply unfit to serve as commander-in-chief. That's some strong stuff from Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the governor of Arkansas, don't you know, giving the Republicans reply to the State of the Union address. Now, around here, you probably noticed we don't get quite so reverent about the pageants of Hollywood for ugly people, Washington, D.C., like the State of the Union Address, which is mostly a waste of everybody's time. But it was pretty entertaining last night. The whole idea of it is disgusting to me. Just it just it makes my skin crawl. In what way, sir? The well, the pageantry, the making it seem like we have a king, that the government is the president. That's that's the worst thing that has happened to our view of the relationship between people and the government is this whole putting it all on the president. We all turn out for the presidential election. We all talk about who's president and ignore all the other stuff. It's just stupid. Well, even more perverse than that, I think, although this ship has sailed or the cows have left the barn or a ship full of cows has fled the country or something, um, <laughs> is the idea that the government exists to give us stuff. Right, And exactly. it's only a question of how much stuff yep. to whom. Yep. 
That is truly a perverse view, but it's taken over the globe, so I give up. Uh, having said that, so we're not going to pretend that it's all meaningful and that we should have hung on every word that the old uh, great grandpotus issued forth last night. But there was some fun. There was some controversy. There was a lot of back and forth, a lot of yelling. And, uh, and, and in kind of an engaging way, in my opinion, people were participating. It wasn't just a kingly address. So we'll get into that in a moment. But back to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I think, though nobody watches or pays much attention to the Republican reply or the, you know, the out-of-power party's reply. I was watching the Spanish language reply. Wow. Um, I thought that uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders did a very nice job of uh, outlining what the Republican talking points are going to be for the presidential election. And I thought they were damned effective. So let's run clip 50 again, Michael, then we'll move on from there. You tell me whether this doesn't get, you know, an A plus for directness and uh, accuracy. President Biden is unwilling to defend our border defend our skies and defend our people he is simply unfit to serve as commander-in-chief now the balloon thing nobody's going to be talking about that next week much less next summer but the border thing is a big one mm. next he clip, cer- currently what? has a he currently has a 28 percent approval rating on handling the border according to the washington post poll well, and that 28% has got to be, what, coyotes and people who recently snuck across successfully? I mean, come on. Uh, 51, Michael. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace. But we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Tell us more, Ms. Huckabee Sanders. America is great because we are free. But today... Our freedom is under attack. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. I'm the first woman to lead my state, and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country, and at 80, He's the oldest president in American history. President Biden and the Democrats have failed you, and it's time for a change. You know, that whole choice between normal and crazy, they can't even tell you what a woman is. Every speech has to include that stuff. Every speech. Because in spite of what you might gather from news talking heads or teachers at your kids schools or professors that you're paying tens of thousands of dollars to miseducate your children uh in spite of what they say the vast majority of americans thinks all of that stuff is fruit nuts i thought that was a pretty effective line uh yeah i would agree i was looking at the thread on twitter which i find amusing about all the people who also oppose the cost of frisna jobs and, uh, mm. and and then the president should veto any attempt to ri- raise the price of prisoner jobs, as you heard here. <laughs> Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of prisoner jobs, I will veto it. Prisoner jobs need to stay the price they are, so we can all afford as many prisoner jobs as we need. Well, I don't appreciate him suggesting that Republicans are in favor of raising the prices of prisoner jobs. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's inaccurate. It's dirty pool. I hear that one more time. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. 
ass been wet? Everybody you know, I just figured out what he said. What he was trying to say. It's prescription drugs. Yeah, I, I assume that's what he was trying to say. Frishnishubs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Raising their prices on prescription drugs. <laughs> you have to get a prescription for those. <laughs> well, you don't want them over the counter. Well, of course. Yeah, people misuse them. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, what time is it? Uh, Among soon. things I want to get to today, uh, I came across a Reddit thread, Darkest Lines in Simpsons History. Oh, That's pretty boy. entertaining. Wow, wow. Maybe we'll do that later. Uh, how about mis- most dishonest lines in the So Too history? Play us a clip number 26, Michael. We used to be number one in the world in infrastructure. We've sunk to 13th in the world. The United States of America, 13th in the world in infrastructure, modern infrastructure. But now we're coming back because we came together and passed the bipartisan infrastructure law. The largest investment in infrastructure since President Eisenhower's interstate highway system. Yeah, right. Talked about that last hour. Yeah, uh, that's that. That's uh, we're number one among the ten biggest countries, either geographic or population. We're big countries that have a lot of infrastructure, like thousands of airports and gazillions of miles of road and that sort of stuff. We are number one, according to the Washington Post. Clear number one. Yeah. 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 So we our infrastructure is actually pretty good. Um, uh, it's like those phony education numbers I've been hearing since I was getting a phony education. That we rank number 27 in the world in, in math or whatever. Some of that is legit because our school systems stink. But most of it's that the other countries just test their college track people and people in the trades and whatever. They don't even take those academic tests. So, yeah, we test everybody. Yeah, I want to check in on the war in Ukraine as Ukraine is claiming they've killed more Russian soldiers in the last 24 hours than any day in the entire war. It hasn't been verified, but that's a heck of a thing to say of what's going on right now. Um, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, I also have a thing on what uh, predictions from people in the business, where they think TV will be in, in a few years that I found interesting. Huh. I was thinking about that last night as, uh, I was watching a variety of shows on my phone, uh, never even considered turning on my television and, uh, cable package or satellite or whatever that is. But anyway, a bunch of stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With everything you have on your plate, 
earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden posted several photos yesterday to Instagram, not on purpose. He was trying to answer his phone and kept hitting the wrong button. That's not nice. He's old. Some of the most raucous moments of the State of the Union address coming up next segment. Uh, we predicted there might be shouting and, uh, and and heckling and that sort of thing. There was so much of it, it almost became a new thing. Did Biden bait the Republicans into shouting because he thought there'd be political advantage in it? Shouter baiters. One question. Um, Ukraine claims more than a thousand Russian troops were killed in a single day which would be the deadliest day for Russian troops since the war started coming up on a year ago. Ukrainian Defense Ministry, which has a new minister, so they basically changed their sec def in the middle of an existential threat because the guy was corrupt. That's a problem. Anyway, the defense ministry there in Ukraine said that they killed 1,030 Russian personnel in a 24-hour period, destroyed 14 tanks and 28 armored personnel vehicles. Reuters is reporting this, says they can't confirm the numbers. You you never can in the midst of a war. Right, yeah. Um, uh, Ukraine is also warning the world that Russia is amassing 500,000 troops on its border to launch an offensive in order to capture new territory. By the by, on the topic of uh, Ukraine, Germany, Denmark, and the Netherlands announced yesterday they'll jointly supply Ukraine with at least 100 and up to 178 Leopard 1 tanks, which was the 1970s predecessor to the Leopard 2 tanks that everybody's been talking about. Uh, The first tanks should arrive in Ukraine by summer, but the vast majority early next year. They need them today if there are 500,000 troops lining up on the border. Yeah. Um, according to uh, one of your war websites that I read, the high Russian casual count is having a deleterious effects on the Russian military's combat effectiveness and is likely in part prompting Russian officials to pursue a second wave of mobilization because they got so many dead soldiers, they need new ones is the uh, yeah. other way to put that. Um, also, President Zelensky is in the UK watching Ukrainian pilots train with the Brits to fly the various planes that they've got and are getting. Hmm. So more planes on the way, too, huh? Yeah. I know Poland has been talking openly or stating openly. We need to give them planes. We need to give them whatever planes they want. Uh, The Poles are a country to watch. 
Um, they are definitely the lead dog on the sled of aid, at least in terms of what's being said. Obviously, in terms of dollars and cents and bullets, it's the United States. But uh, the Poles are serious about this. They do not like the Russians a bit and are, are more than enthusiastic about resisting their aggressions. The Chinese have censored a couple of episodes of The Simpsons that previously had been airing uh, in which they make comments about Chinese labor camps. Sort of dark joke The Simpsons is known for, and the uh, Chinese have now uh, banned those episodes. Eh, that's not surprising. I'm surprised they were on as long as they were. Part of the whole Disney thing. Or is mm-hmm. Disney, you know, is Disney playing along with the Chinese? I guess that'd be a better way to look at it. Uh, but I mentioned, uh, I came across a Reddit thread of the darkest lines in Simpsons history. Wow. It was very, very long thread. I just picked some. The Darkest lines in, say, Family Guy history we couldn't air. This is Marge saying, at one point, Well, Bart, your Uncle Arthur used to have a saying, shoot them all and let God sort them out. Unfortunately, one day he put his theory into practice. It took 75 federal marshals to bring him down. Now let's never speak of him again. (laughs) Wow. Woo! Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Uh, they wants to descend to Grandpa Simpson. I remember this one. If you don't start making more sense, we're going to have to put you in a home. You already put me in a home. Well, then we'll put you in the crooked one we saw in 60 minutes. I'll be good. Oh, my gosh. That's horrifying. Wow, that's dark. Principal Skinner, fire can be our friend, whether it's toasting marshmallows or raining down on Charlie. Oh, gee, many. <laughs> wow, Skinner, a Vietnam vet, by the right. way. I don't remember this one. Uh, Mo in his with his head in the oven and a sign on his back that said "No funeral." Oh, wow! The lighter side of I can't even say it out loud. That's too dark. This these lines from the Simpsons, Jack, are all very dark. Krusty's home pregnancy kit warning may cause birth defects. Jeez, Louise. And this, I remember this one. There were a lot of them that I thought, holy cow, you know, for some reason seeing them in print. Yeah, that's that's the thing about humor, putting it in yeah, print and yeah. discussing yeah, it like it's context. a dissected frog is uh, not fair. Right, out of context, because my son was watching a Simpsons episode yesterday, and Bart's watching some hippies on TV do something and says, we need another, we need another Vietnam to thin out the herd. And uh, and I thought, wow, that is that is some rough stuff. But here's here's the final one. Homer carrying a boulder for miles to drown himself, then getting to the river, and there's a boulder right there next to the bridge. Well, <laughs> live and learn, he says. <laughs> Remember, he carries that big rock over hill, hill and dale, tied to a rope around his neck, so he's going to drown himself, and he gets there as a rock that looks just like it right next to the river. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, my God. Unless you think about it. Unless you think about it for a second. So the National Review, uh, their response to the most replayed moment of the State of the Union address last night is that it was a horror, more or less. National Review is a, re, uh, a conservative publication, if you're not aware of that. That it was just horrible for America. Uh, that the most bipartisan moment, the most replayed part of the State of the Union last night is a horror. Well, we'll play that for you next segment. It was also among the most raucous, uh, long moments that I've ever seen the State of the Union address. The whole yelling at the president back and forth thing, it's now completely on. 
The idea that, oh, it's a breach of etiquette, it's unprecedented, um, that's just over. It's now a shouting match. Yeah, so we'll have that for you next segment. So this happened last night on the basketball courts in Los Angeles. Looking for James. He's got it. LeBron James, a shot in history. one of the few things that I can remember in modern life that has lived up to the hype. Remember, hmm. he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as like a 16-year-old. They would break into ESPN programming to air his high school basketball games. Wow. And all these things, you know, that we see in the world that are hype and they never... He has panned out to be exactly what everybody said he would be. And How then, old an, an old fella is he at this point? He's 38 now. Okay. He was born nine months after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar set the record to dang near 40 years ago for uh, most points scored in the NBA, and LeBron now has it and may have it forever. Um, and uh, Steph Curry said last night, and it's not like he's holding on for dear life just to get the award either. He's still playing at a high level, so it's pretty damn impressive. Hey, he's averaging, I think, 28 points a game this year. So. For a losing team. Losers! He is on Ball a, hog! He is on a bad team. You know, I hate to get to NBA because I don't really watch these days, but given his ego and the rest of it, can he be a productive teammate on a winning team again? I don't know. Uh, I think yes. Okay. Um, so the most You're controversial wrong. but bipartisan moment of the State of the Union address, among other things, coming up. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm proud of how, the, how America at last is stepping up to the challenge. We're still going to need oil and gas for a while. But guess what? 
No, we do. But there's so much more to do. We've got to finish the job. And we pay for these investments in our future by finally making the wealthiest and biggest corporations begin to pay their fair share. Just begin. I wish we could come to an agreement on what we think is a fair share. You know, when you look at the statistics of uh, whatever it is, the top 5% pay 60% of the taxes or whatever it is, what, what would be, mm-hmm. what would, what's appropriate? More than yeah, that? No, nobody ever gets to that. It's yeah. uh, it's a lie of omission in a way. The and the idea it's one of the great misunderstandings of self governance. The idea that corporations pay taxes. Mm. No, they don't. The the workers end up paying those taxes, and the customers. The the quote unquote corporation exists to funnel money back and forth. And if it has to give a chunk of that money to the government, it doesn't go to the other people who do business with it. But uh, that's kind of just your uh, run-of-the-mill politics pablum sort of stuff there. I mean, that's the back and forth. This is actually kind of uh, new. The grotesque bipartisan moment during Biden's State of the Union address is what National Review calls it. And this uh, this is... an important moment for this in, in new America on the big stage. How do you feel about, are we going to do that right now? Or Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that's where we were headed. Sorry. Well, no, we're going to work up to it. Okay. We have a number of clips to play, uh, and that one will be the stunning, the shocking culmination of our efforts. Stay tuned if you dare. Uh, let's let's roll on with clip thirty one. If you dare, the uh, <laughs> the raucous feel to the thing. Very new, but welcome to me. I liked it. For instance, 31. I think a lot of you at home, a lot of you at home agree with me and many people that you know the tax system is not fair. It is not fair. The idea that in 2020, 55 of the largest corporations in America, the Fortune 500, made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal taxes? Zero? Folks, it's simply not fair. But now, because of the law I signed, billion-dollar companies have to pay a minimum of 15%. God love them. 15%. That's less than a nurse pays. Less than a nurse pays. This has been fact-checked and disputed up and down so many times has to do with the tax laws as they exist that are written by Democrats as much as Republicans, and they talk only about income tax. They don't talk about every other form of tax. And for those numbers he came up with, that includes unrealized capital gains from stocks that are just on paper that nobody has sold. So it went up 10% last year. So in those numbers, you made 10%. Well, that's fine, but it might go down 20% this year. And then what? And then so. to the individuals, I looked up the numbers just so I could back up my, uh, you know, my talk. The top 10% of earners in America pay 74% of all income taxes. So three quarters of the taxes are paid by the top 10%. The top quarter, the top 25% pay 90% of the taxes. So when are they going to pay their fair share? What should it be? If the top quarter is paying 90%, what should it be? Right. I mean, that. I, I, seriously, answer that question. Name your number. You know, I apologize. I, I called for the wrong clip earlier. I actually wanted uh, 32, Michael, 32. Have you noticed Big Oil just reported his profits 
record profits. Last year, they made $200 billion in the midst of a global energy crisis. I think it's outrageous. Why? They invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway, so why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed. <laughs> and beyond that, we're going to need it. Yeah. So again, I took this in through the echo chamber, the speech. I didn't watch it. And uh, most of the echo chamber was a lot of booze from the hardcore, you know, green Democrats when he said that. I didn't hear any booze there. I heard laughter because it's hilarious. The idea we're, we're going to need gas for another 10 years. <laughs> right. So put $600 million into your refinery. Yeah, but it might be eight, might be 12. But uh, anyway, yeah, go ahead and invest. At least he was honest that the oil companies have said to him, listen, you shut down pipelines. You constantly say we're going to end oil. You give us maybe 10 years. Why would I spend hundreds of millions of dollars to update and modernize a refinery? That would be foolish. And then because there's so few refineries functioning, yeah, they're making a ton of money because we're we're not using significantly less oil and the oil's got to get refined somewhere. So, yeah, there are profits, but it's so dishonest. Anyway, we've worked up to the moment uh, that uh, that we're discussing, and that is how would you like to describe this, Jack? Oh, uh, this is, uh, well, according to the National Review, what they called it is the grotesque bipartisan moment during Biden's State of the Union address. So grotesque. Yep, that's right, Johnny. (laughs) Political commentary, Johnny Depp there. All right, it's two clips, actually. We'll start with 35 and go from there. So some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks. The idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond, folks. Wow, the British Parliament broke out in the halls of Congress. So grotesque. So Speaker McCarthy shaking his head behind Biden as Biden said, "Republicans, some of the Republicans want to." No, the Speaker of the House has stated over and over again. Over and over again, since the day he was elected, Medicare and Social Security are not on the table, even part of the discussion. So for Biden to come out and say that there are some members who have brought it up and try to make that mean anything is crazy. Well, politically, maybe it works out. I don't know.
No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. That's why you had multiple people yelling, you liar, or bull ass, bull spit. I heard multiple bull asses in there. Really? Yes. Lack Shocking. Of, lack of decorum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to play the uh, the yeah. other clip, and then we'll, we'll yep. talk about why it's just so horrible? Yeah. So, folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be sponsored. All right. We got unanimity. Social Security and Medicare are a lifeline for millions of seniors. Americans have to pay into them from the very first paycheck they started. So tonight, let's all agree, and we apparently are, let's stand up for seniors. Stand up and show them. We'll not cut Social Security. We will not cut Medicare. Those benefits belong to the American people. They earned it. And if anyone tries to cut Social Security, which apparently no one's going to do. And if anyone tries to cut Medicare, I'll stop them. I'll veto it. And look, I'm not going to allow them to take away, be taken away. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. But apparently it's not going to be a problem. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. I'll tell you what, I think that's a win for Biden and uh, that point of view to get for for people who are younger and this argument is new to them. He just pegged this as that's just, you know, it's unconscionable to talk about it and to see Republicans cheering that. I mean, that influences a lot of people. If you're older, you realize this is nonsense. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's sickening that the Republicans have now joined in with the Democrats on the fact that we're not going to reform this ever, not ever. So were the Republicans standing there and cheering or not? Uh, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. everybody was standing and cheering. Mm-hmm. Wow. The grotesque bipartisan moment from the National Review. There are plenty of things to dislike in President Biden's State of the Union speech, but the mo- most grotesque moment actually was one of the most bipartisan. When both Republicans and Democrats stood with Biden to applaud the idea of not touching Social Security and Medicare, which both desperately need to be paired if there's any hope of the United States escaping a fiscal crisis. You talk to anybody left, right, or center who's actually, you know, talking about the numbers of this, and they will say, well, first of all, you have to get into the entitlements, because that's where most of the money is. I mean, if we have any hope of balancing the budget and getting out of this situation. And it's, it's, so where do you go from here when you've got both parties standing and cheering the idea of never touching them? Never! Under any circumstances! Wow! That's a major moment. Uh, it is. It is. What they're saying essentially is we will do nothing until this is an unmistake, unmistakable crisis. And then politicians of the future will deal with the emergency and the pain will be to the people of the future. And it's not like the future like 140 years from now. It's like 10 years from now. And then the draconian tax increases or enormous benefits cuts will hammer people like crazy. And all the newspapers and websites of America, all the voters, left, right, and center, will say, what happened? How could this be happening? What do you mean you're going to cut benefits by 30%? I can't even make my rent. 
Well, well, you'll have you the know? very thing that's going on in France right now with the millions and millions of people protesting in the street because Macron's talking about raising the retirement age when they've been warning for years. Hey, look, this is not the math doesn't work. We can't keep paying out at this age this much with the amount of money we take in. It doesn't work. And so they've reached that limit where Macron's saying we're going to have to raise it, I think, from 62 to 65. And millions of people are in the street and unhappy about that. Well, that's going to happen here. But last night, you got bipartisan support for ignoring math and waiting till later. Yeah. Yeah. I would consider that a huge win if I'm a Democrat. I would consider it the moment that the American experiment failed, that it became clear that it was soon to end. American people can't govern themselves. Right. Yeah. In short, we have failed at self-governance, and it was proved last night. Uh, the painless routes starting in 2034 or so are none. There aren't any. It will be enormous tax increases coupled with huge benefit cuts, or it will be a, a restructuring of the function budget of the federal government so gigantic, I can't even imagine what it would look like. Um, and, and in case you're not hip to this, it has to do with the number of young workers, which was like eight to one when Social Security was started. And um, and the average recipient got it for like two years. And now it's more like three to one, I think, workers to retirees. Don't quote me, but the numbers are close to right. Um, and, and people are not uh, on Social Security for two years. It's more like 24. So, yeah, we're hurting. One, one more line in this, echoing what you said from the National Review article. The flip side of sanctimoniously refusing to touch Medicare and Social Security in the name of protecting current seniors. We need to protect our seniors. And the Republicans stand up and cheer, too, is that the failure to take action is punishing working age Americans. If you're right. younger and still working, you're the one they just flipped off, said you're going to pick up the tab because it doesn't work. The math don't work. Yeah. Hey, 40 year olds, 50 year olds. Certainly 30-year-olds. They just announced they're going to screw you. They are going to screw you, but good to make sure no older voters freak out now. That is what they stated. It's really quite amazing. And who's saying that other than the National Review? Why isn't NPR saying it, for instance? Oh, we got to take a break. Yeah, you can text us anytime. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. State of the Union address last night was fact-checked by the New York Times, um, and I'm looking to see whether they dealt with the stuff about Social Security and Medicare. They're actually pretty good in, in pointing out all of the context that was missing from a lot of the wild claims about creating jobs or lowering right. inflation. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, if you go to the trouble of, of reading it as a New York Times reader, you'd think, man, did he play flat, fat, fast and loose with the truth. Oh, yeah, good for him. Yeah, the whole we created 12 million jobs, it's a fraction of that because we all know why. Uh, jobs that stopped because of COVID and then came back when COVID was over doesn't count the same way or shouldn't yeah. count the same way. But you know what? I was scanning the article to see what they had to say about the whole claims about Medicare and Medicaid and or uh, Social Security. Um, and uh, and indeed, they bring up that that's, that's absolutely not a popular position, blah, blah, blah. But they don't get into the greater reality at all in the New York Times. And that's what I wonder about. Play the George Will clip, Michael, and we'll plunge on. This was, in a way, the most radical State of the Union speech I've ever heard for the following reason. In 1996, in the State of the Union, Bill Clinton famously said the era of big government is over. Tonight was a full-throated defense of industrial policy, full-throated bragging about hundreds of billions of dollars going from the government to private corporations to implement a government washington conceived reshaping of the american economy well that's absolutely true it was a huge embrace of of big government the whole speech was but here's my question for the new york times and npr because they're they're wildly biased they're ideologues but they're not stupid a lot of them why is npr who is the alleged uh, defender of the the downtrodden not screaming, hey, the downtrodden are going to be eating dog food in a decade if we don't do something about Social Security. Right. The New York Times, why aren't they saying that? That's a good question. I don't know that. And they could, they could, from their point of view, make it all about higher taxes. 
which, which they're fine with. So sure, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They could say, yeah, well, this is why we clearly need a seventy-five uh, percent tax rate for mm-hmm. for the rich or or whatever. But they don't even tip their cap to the reality, which is crazy. I mean, if there was some sort of just horrible cataclysm coming to black people in ten years, I would expect Al Sharpton to be talking about it. Is it? Because, now I know why politicians don't even mention it, they've done the polling, they've done the focus groups. They, If they dare try to say the smart things, the reasonable things, the adult things about the math, the other side will demagogue it, they will claim they're going to uh, yank the food out of the mouths of our senior citizens, and the person who says we've got to do the right thing will lose every election for the rest of their lives. It's, that's, that's been proved. It has been proved. It's stunning that... The average 70-year-old, for whatever reason, can't grasp, it would seem, that, no, what they're pitching is always, they're going to raise it after you're dead. It's not going to have anything to do with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I've answered my own question then, because the liberal media is so intent on getting liberal politicians elected, and now everybody's liberal on this question. NPR and the New York Times aren't going to point out what liars and hypocrites they are and how they're leading us into a disaster because they are now fundamentally partisans who just want to get their people elected. So great. Where's the great watchdog for the American people? Us? (laughs) We're not enough. We need more listeners. If you miss an hour of this show, we do four. Get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.